Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast with host Patrick Donahoe, author of the best-selling personal finance book, Heads I Win, Tales You Lose, and one of the nation's most influential financial advisors. The Wealth Standard's focus this season is investing. 2020 opened with markets and asset prices at all-time highs, but many of us experience more financial uncertainty now than we did a decade ago. Although there are more choices and opportunities than ever before, the risk-to-reward ratio teeters on a global fulcrum, contributing to the roller coaster of emotions surrounding financial well-being. It seems like everyone is walking on eggshells. This season, we'll cover topics revolving around investment theory and strategy, atypical investments versus conventional investments, and the role of investing within personal wealth strategies. The Wealth Standard Podcast is committed to inspiring you to be more financially free. There is no better time to gain clarity about your wealth strategy, your investments, and your financial future than now. Can you learn how to be wealthy? You know, in my experience, wealth is a direct result of habits. You don't simply read a book, go to a conference, watch a YouTube video, and end up being wealthy. At least that's my experience. Now, there are some who roll the dice and hit seven, play blackjack, bet everything, and hit 21. To me, that's not wealth. To me, that's risk. And ultimately, if that's a strategy or a pattern you want to develop, doesn't usually end up producing good results. But I believe that wealth is when principled ideas are baked into our nervous system and our actions to the dynamic, the ever-changing experiences of life are more automatic or unconscious. So how do you, how do you get to that point when these principled ideas are baked into your nervous system? Well, first, I think it's understanding that ideas, information must travel through a few levels, three levels uh, particularly. First level is cognitive mastery, which is understanding the ideas rationally, the information rationally, and how they apply to the circumstances of your life and what you want. Uh, The second level is emotional mastery. This is where you understand that emotions are simply signaling something and they're there to serve you. They're there usually to protect you, but it's understanding the nature and the purpose of those emotions and then figuring out a way to get them to serve you as opposed to how most people treat their emotions where they want to suppress, not embrace. And then the third is physical mastery. Physical mastery is when you don't even think about your actions or reactions or your decisions. They're part of you. An easy example of physical mastery is sports. You know, I I played hockey, ice hockey growing up. I'm in my 40s right now, but the experience I had growing up playing over and over and over again, street hockey, pond hockey, played in uh, youth hockey and then high school and then college my body understands how to play hockey. I don't have to think about it. Now I'm older, I'm slower, more, you know, way a little bit more than I did when I was younger. At the same time, my body remembers how to skate, pass, shoot. So when I play during the summers in a men's league, I don't have to think about it. That is physical mastery. So I'll give you another example as it relates to the new circumstances of our life, because that's an existing circumstance of life, playing in a new game, I guess, but it's still the same game. So a few months ago, my wife was somewhat critical of how I was acting. Uh, And she is usually right. So I brought some challenges from work home. 
And it was impacting how present I was for her as well as my kids. So she said to me, you know, with everything you read and all these conferences that you go to and all the money you're spending, right, to to improve yourself as a human being, improve our family, improve the business, you'd think you'd figure out a way to show up better when you come home. So my initial response, you can imagine, you know, the, the emotional triggers were going off, right? But, you know, a decade ago, I would have responded completely different than I did. But I understood how those responses would serve me or not serve me. They would not serve me. It would have been a rocky road if I responded the way I did 10 years ago. But in the moment, you know, I, I swore to myself a few times in my head and then snapped out of it and figured out a way to be present with my family. So I fell into those old patterns, right? We all do. But again, it's how long we spend suffering in those old patterns if they're patterns that do not serve us. This episode is sponsored by the new and improved financial independence calculator found at thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. One of the driving forces of human beings is freedom, which infers financial freedom too. So several years ago, I set out to discover how any individual, regardless of their financial situation, could evaluate their finances in five minutes or less and have a firm date when they could achieve financial independence. The latest version of this calculator, which is free for listeners, can be found at thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. Calculator is going to take you just a few minutes to complete and it's going to provide you with a specific financial independence date. So go check it out today. A famous quote that, I've, that I really love, it's that we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, it's a habit. Now, this is usually accredited to Aristotle, but it was actually a guy in the early 1900s named Will Durant who took two of Aristotle's quotes and summarized them within that quote. I'll say it again. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act but a habit. You know, sometimes we have the illusion, this is the lesson from these experiences that I've been talking about. You know, we have the illusion that we are consciously in control of our day-to-day experiences. I want you to just for a moment, consider the possibility that you have zero control, that your responses to the daily circumstances of life are automatic, right? They're already baked in. Now, I don't believe in absolutes, but I just want you to consider for a moment that how you're going to show up this afternoon, how you're going to show up tomorrow is already baked in. It's already baked into your body, your nervous system. And so if you are happy with the results that you want in life, great. But at the same time, we're wired to grow. So there's a paradox there because if you're wired to grow, it means that you need to have different results than you have right now. Now, trying to, again, look at the same patterns and the same habits as before producing new results, that leads to that definition of insanity. Okay, it's not going to come from our patterns and habits of the past. So if we want new results, we first have to understand how patterns and habits are developed and then strategically design some situations, some strategy that we can get rid of or reprogram our old habits and patterns and replace them with new ones. So I believe that developing new habits Uh, There's just a few variables, some primary variables. But again, they're number one, I I would say counterintuitive to how society operates. We're used to information at our disposal immediately. We're used to instant food. We're used to instant entertainment. Everything's instant now, 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 and new. But I believe that patterns and habits are the opposite. It takes a while, especially as we get older. 
replacing existing patterns and habits with new ones. Okay, we have to really understand some psychology, but also understand that it takes a bit of time to develop these habits, but they're totally worth it. So here are the couple of variables. The first variable is designing the pattern or the habit. Actions. Now, we obviously want to design them after what's proven to work. And we have lots of examples of the different you know, patterns as it relates to wealth and finance that work. The second is designing a strategy that either forces us to do it or a strategy that allows repetition over and over and over again to build into our nervous system these habits. A great example I love to use is CrossFit. You know, CrossFit, it's a different workout every single day and it's hard. I don't have to think about that. The pattern that I developed was getting up at a certain hour and showing up every single day. Okay. So that's a kind of a strategic design to get a really good workout in every single day. And then the final variable is establishing stakes where you recognize that if you don't change, if you don't grow, what's going to happen? And that's kind of a negative stake. But you also start to identify the positives, right? What you're going to gain, what your experience of life is going to be like if you develop these habits. So over the next two episodes of the podcast, I'm going to talk about the two primary areas of wealth building and I would say the best habits in those areas. So the first area is going to be how you produce income. And then the second area is what you do with your money. And I'm going to talk about the habits that I have seen serve people. I've seen these habits produce millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions for people that I know from a production standpoint, how you make money, and then also investing habits, savings habits, spending habits, ways in which you can develop these habits and patterns that will ultimately serve you. So next two episodes, make sure you guys check back next week and the week after. So it's going to be a fun little series here. So thanks for listening this week. Go check out the website for more information about the Wealth Standard podcast and other resources where you've updated the resource page and lots of cool stuff on there. So go check that out. Thanks for listening today. We will talk to you next week where we will get into the first area of wealth building, which is making money. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Oh,